2: the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Welcome in, everybody. Benton and Woods,
3: 97.3, the fan. We have baseball today on this radio station. Baseball yes. is officially back. I was uh, shooting the breeze, chewing the fat with a guy at the gas station this morning. He had his Padres hat on. I looked at him. I go, you ready? He goes, I'm ready. I said, I can't wait. He said, me neither. I'm excited. Padres Dodgers today. I know it's preseason. was uh, looking to see if I could gamble on it uh, this morning. It's not up yet. I mean, you have to be a real degenerate to gamble on pre spring training baseball. But I'm just glad it's back, man. It just feels right. Um, we are uh, on our third producer of the week. And uh, his name is Adam Klug. I don't know why he's not in the YouTube feed. He's filling in for Pauly today. Adam, where are you, buddy? Are you there?
4: I'm here. You're I don't need here. to be on camera. No,
3: you do need to be on camera. Everyone wants to see that bald dome of yours that is ah. blinding me right now. Look at that, Benny. It is blinding me from over here. Can we get that uh, shade and put it between us? Because it is like... And now I know how Donald Orsillo feels. Foundation
5: in my car. I can do get you. Get Will it, you yeah, go yeah, we get, we get your foundation,
3: please? Touch yeah. him up a little bit. You have to be on camera, Kluger. We need you. There he is. There he is. I he wasn't canceled. planning on it. It's right up in your grill too. It's right, up you, know, you have to. This is uh, this is part of the the Ben and Woods experience. This is what they want. People want to see you. They want to see your facial expressions. Yes, they, they want to see you. It's great to be here. I'm Woodsy. That is Adam Klug. He is the uh, the brand manager for ninety seven three the fan and uh, sometimes producer. Uh, ben Higgins, your friendly neighborhood sports anchor, joins us
5: as well. Benjamin, how are you? Good morning, Adam. You're looking very sharp, non tableclothy today.
3: Yeah.
6: Thank I'd love to get much. in. I want to get
3: into
5: your attire uh, at some point today.
3: I did want to ask you, though. Now, it's the last time, Ben, do you remember? Do you remember the last time we had Adam Klug in studio? Other than the extravaganza. Correct. Like, like the last time we had him in studio. Do you remember that day? I do not. You don't remember that I don't that think I remember day. that day. Remember, we just come off of uh, Christmas vacation, and Adam came in and wanted to address the the audience.
5: Oh, right. Yes. Yeah, and he sat right not over there. The producer, yeah, not as saying. producer. Not as a producer. producer. Yes. yes. Right. I remember when he came in and addressed the audience about some changes here at 97.3 The Fan.
3: Now, that was, uh, that was uh, an interesting day, certainly. And it's been an interesting, interesting time since. Now, Adam, I wanted to ask you. So, uh, we've got a new show, Annie and Elston, you guys know. Uh, and they're on right after us every day. Now, have ratings come out yet, Adam? Because... I wanted to check with you to see how they're doing if ratings have come out. Have, they, have we gotten ratings yet?
4: We just got our first month of ratings, but I thought we don't talk about ratings. We did. Right. Now,
3: hang on, though. Because, so the station's in the toilet then, right? Because I, I was told repeatedly that the station is going to go down in flames. Are we in flames? No, the station's doing just fine. Better than just fine. We're doing better than just fine. Okay. I, I want to check with you because I'm not privy to that info. How are they doing? The new show. They're doing really, really well. Are they I'm very happy with them? That's excellent. That's excellent news. Yeah, I don't, I don't get the 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 emails that say how people are doing. So their state again, just to confirm, station's not in the crapper. The station is not in the crapper. Okay, like like we're up at the top, near the top of of, of all stations. That would be correct. Okay. Good. I just want to make sure. I'm just, you know, want to keep... In a... a
4: really slow time where there's no Padres news except for a couple of relievers.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It's been a really exciting off season, Making uh, making something out of nothing, Benjamin, is what we've been doing. Well, it's good to hear. I'm happy for for them. I'm glad that they're on the squad and uh, doing so well.
5: I had no doubt. Was not, uh, I was never worried. I ah, was They're going to do very well. I listen every day, and uh, they're getting better and better every single day. I like the chemistry. I like the show. And uh they're doing a fantastic job. Uh Padre Bot says Adam Klug looked different in my radio mind.
3: <laughs> I mean there's pictures of the guy everywhere. In fact there was one yesterday that uh now who posted that picture yesterday? In the afternoon show?
4: That was uh Scraby posted that. Scraby
3: picture. posted it and they were making fun of Adam for his, his um what was it, like gingham or something? Like a tableclothy
5: <laughs> looking a checkered checkered. Like ready for a hoedown type
3: shirt. A little,
5: a little bit. Now, where did you get that shirt? That was a
3: Banana Republic shirt. Okay, Banana Republic. It was
4: like a pink plaid shirt checkered type shirt
3: now i like that shirt a lot in 2014 i did i liked it a ton i'm
4: not i don't even is this considered a stray i'm right here so i don't even think it's a stray no you're not gonna right catch any
3: you,
5: no you're not gonna catch any strays i won't shoot you in the back
3: my friend i'll It'd shoot you be, right up front
5: I, i'd be a compl- i'd be complimented if i was within 10 years of the fashion that's that, i think that's, <laughs> that's that's actually pretty good to be within 10 years of the current fashion i'm I'm still wearing my 90s gear, I
0: think, so, for the most part. So. so
3: they
5: posted this picture of you, and you obviously they're giving you grief for the, like...
3: Was it the material? Because it's like that paper towel Now, listen, by the way, your boy right here... Now no, you're
4: just giving me a tar- uh, hard time about the material. I
3: had it in pink. <laughs> I had it in blue. I had it in light blue. I had it in red. I had it in black and white. I had it in every color you could imagine. Is it like the paper towel type waffly material? No, it's just a normal shirt. Normal shirt. And I think you caught a lot of grief for your jeans, too. I saw you getting worn out for your jeans yeah, as Mr. well.
4: Mr. Foster gave me a hard time.
3: Our pal Foster. I mean, by the way, fashion maven himself, Chris Foster, uh, our hillbilly buddy. The, I mean, he's no Tom Ford uh, either. But why? why do you think they were giving you such a hard time yesterday? I mean, it's a—it's pretty typical. They just said that my shirt looked like it was a tablecloth, and
4: I said if it were red instead of pink, it would look like it was in an Italian restaurant. I thought it's pretty, but I don't think pink tablecloths. were, i mean, we're not where I'm eating.
3: Well, it's pretty. It's very man. You know, it's very like program director manager wear. Have you embraced this look yet? The three-quarter zip. We bought have, you one. I have
4: plenty of three-quarters zips. Okay. Now, we bought you one. Actually, quarter zip. Not three-quarters zip. Sorry, quarter That's, zip. That'd be weird.
3: Yeah, 3 quarter zip would be very weird. That would be like Luke Voigt would wear like start, a 3 quarter. zip. a new zip. style there, Woods. <laughs> right so. here. Now, but the jeans is something I wanted to ask you about. Because the shirt I like. I probably own the exact same one. The jeans. Jeans, to me, are a bit not informal. We wear sweatpants here, right? But like jeans why haven't you invested in some nice pants from like lulu what was
5: wrong with his jeans though well what? they
3: were a bit oversized they were a bit kind of like baggy with the jeans oversized
5: little... or is adam just a little
4: undersized well he's a little
3: he's a little
5: bub dude yeah. you know
3: that but did you get those did you get those at baby gap no no where would you get them i have
4: a hard time finding jeans that fit me well old navy no, I, I think, I don't remember where those, I think those may have been Banana Republic as well. I don't know. I do have plenty of jeans that different fit, you know, de- depending on when you bought them, how old they were. I had lost weight at some point. I, you know, I don't know.
3: Mm. Fashion's not, it doesn't, you oh. don't think about it very much. Does it look like I do? I mean, you don't look bad. You never look bad. You never look slovenly. We look slovenly at times. I'm at, this is actually, I'm dressed up today. I've got an MC, a, an event today. Uh, master of ceremonies at the the groundbreaking for the new seals practice facility. So I, this is as dressed up as I get a collared shirt and a, a quarter zip.
4: I wear a collared shirt almost yeah, every day. You do, I say.
3: you do, you do. That's fair. Now, the denim though, are we? Are shouldn't we have moved past denim? In what regards, like, like you know, maybe like, don't get, wear jeans anymore. Yeah, just get maybe some nice pants like these uh, that I have on. Ben has a few pair of these. paulie has got some of the ABC pants, maybe from Lulu. You so like. Are you saying all people?
5: Move those past? are, ben, are or those maybe? nicer? Or are they just more comfortable? I think both. I think they're more comfortable. Well, I wouldn't th- know. I, think, I, would, no, I think they're more casual than jeans, though. Absolutely not. These are these look like bl- I could wear these to a nightclub. I could wear them to play golf. I would say any any pa- that don't oh, have a elastic waistband and don't have like buttons. Do, and you, a, do you think jeans zippers. are formal? They're not not formal, but I think they're fancier than any. I mean, those are basically nice sweatpants here. But they're not. They have a button. Oh, yours have a button. Of
3: course they do. They have a button. These are the ABCs.
5: Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, I have I have similar ones, but they don't have a well, button. Well, I've got those too. Okay. The, those are the sweatpants. Yeah. These
3: are the ones that you can wear. You can play golf in them. You can go to a, a board meeting. Go to a nightclub. You can do whatever you want in them. So I think maybe. Maybe for Christmas next year, we'll get him. What's What are you, about a 26, 24? We'll get you a pair next year for Christmas because we got you the Lulu last year. I've got a question. Does right.
5: anyone around the office still wear a, like, a coat and tie Ooh, anymore? That's a good question. Don't you? If there are a
3: couple of the sales
4: reps who do.
5: Do they? Uh, one Mike, of our,
4: Michael occasionally will, the big boss.
5: Well, if he has like a meeting or something. Do you something? feel pressured that you have to dress up if your boss dresses up in a coat and tie? you feel underdressed?
4: Do you guys feel pressure to dress up nicer than you mm, do because I no. wear a collared shirt? No. No.
5: But, again, we start our day at, you know, very, very early, and I don't think the rules necessarily they don't apply to us. They don't apply <laughs> to us. At least I've, this, I've always said that in my own mind. I know things have gotten much more casual in the office since the pandemic. People just don't dress up. I stopped wearing ties on TV after the pandemic. Did you really? I used to wear ties every single day on television. Now I just go button-down shirt and a sport coat. I do not put on a tie every single day. It it seems silly. Like, no one else is wearing ties when they go to the office. How'd you like to tie me up with some of your ties? Why do I have
3: to wear a tie when I go to the office? Ties are the most useless, useless form of... uh, When I had to wear a suit and tie... Suit and tie every day. It was... You you feel cool for about four seconds, and then you walk to the car, and you're dripping sweat. Then you have to hang your suit jacket up, and you're <gasps> choking to death driving into work. Then you get out. you got to redo the tie. you got to put the coat back on. Then you got to walk into the office. You're pouring sweat. Then you take the coat off. You hang it on the back of your chair or hang it up
5: in your cube, and then you make phone calls. I'm in, in a suit. Aren't ties essentially from, like, before they knew how to make shirts correctly that could fit your neck so they'd... That held your shirt together. Is that That's why they why did it? I had didn't. Tie to, what, they, did not have, they, they couldn't didn't put one extra button up there? They couldn't or, figure out how to make the buttons work right, so you had to have a tie is they to tie tie the, keep the neck together on the I top of the it.
3: shirt. I mean, I'll, I'll wear it. It's fun once a year to put on a suit and tie. I like the suit no tie. That's my favorite look, but it's not comfortable. I Bro, when I started working with the SEALs, doing the PA for them, they're like, hey, we want everybody suited and booted. I'm like, all right, so I bought a nice suit, and then I bought another nice suit. And so I would rotate those in. I'm down there in the penalty box at a lacrosse game in a suit. And I sa- finally said, I'm done. I'm done. I'm not th- I can't do this anymore. I'm not comfortable. I'm pouring sweat. I
5: got to dry clean all this stuff. I'm over it. You've got some stinky penalized lacrosse player sitting right next yeah. to you half the game. Hey,
3: F you! <laughs> I'm like, all right, man. There there he is. Adam's in there. Put the uh, picture up in the chat. Of Yeah, I mean, you know, I think you look good. You look trim. That's one thing you do look, is you do look very trim. I wish I was as, as trim as he was. We are not super trim. How did you lose all the weight? Yeah, how did you lose all the weight? <laughs> You're very disciplined. SD fat loss, SD course. fat loss, of You've course. never needed
5: they- it. I can, I can assure everybody that Adam is not needed their service. What are you weighing in now? About, let me guess, 150. 150,
3: 152? Bench press it. Can I bench press you? That'd be fun. That'd be a fun. That might deal. be a viral video. That could it? be a viral video. Yeah, you, you look need good. Me to spot you? He looks good in this picture. I'm not I'm not <laughs> saying like he looks good in that picture. The jeans are just a little bit you're you're so trim, it might be better if they were a little bit more form-fitting. Or maybe some black pants would look better.
5: I on. get it. There's a little bit of the picnic table vibe going yeah. to the shirt. But it's fine. 100%. It's a good shirt. Well, they're, I... they're breaking
3: his balls. Did you... Uh, now, you like Banana Republic. And, and uh, I heard a rumor about you, by the way. It filtered its way back to me. Now, did you... Have you ever worked at Banana Republic? Because you know I did. I worked at Banana Republic for a while. <laughs>
4: No, my first job when I was in high school, I worked at Old Navy, which is the same company as Banana Republic. Yes.
3: What was your It's such a, the clothes are already inexpensive. What was your discount? Like, hey, you can get all of these shirts, 14 shirts for $12.
4: I believe it was, if I remember correctly, it was a 20% discount and you could use it at Old Old Navy Gap or Banana Republic. Or Banana. So maybe I bought these jeans back when I was in high school. Potentially. I'm kidding. They're not that old.
3: What was your title uh, at, at Old Navy?
4: So here's the kind of, this is a little bit ironic considering people are giving me flack for my jeans. I, after working at Old Navy for a year or so, I got promoted to a title. It's a little embarrassing, but, you know, we're here for the show. They promoted me to denim expert. (laughs) I was Old Navy's (laughs) denim expert. The old
5: DE, the denim expert. It's true. I'm not making that up. So if we needed to know the difference between, like, acid wash. Don't make and... me laugh, dude. I will cough up a lung. Uh, you're all complicit in the A's moving from Oakland to Las Vegas, since that's where uh, the Fishers got all their money was from the Gap and then gave it to their kid who's now moving the, the baseball team out of town. And you, it's on your labor. Of Old Navy, Gap, Banana Republic, that the uh, the A's are allowed to move their team to Las Vegas. I, think so my, I hope you feel good about yourself. I think
3: my wife just nailed it. Adam truly has BDE, Big Denim Energy. <laughs> he does. That is true. Well, thank you guys for being here uh, with us this morning. We will set the menu uh, for you next. As uh, Pauly, our little guy, still getting healthy. I need him right, man. I need him right for Monday. Don't really care about today or tomorrow. Not that I don't care, but you know I. I don't want him to to be sick and bring in more sickness. There's enough sickness in this place as it is, but uh, great to be here with you guys. And uh, it's, anytime you get a, a denim expert on the show, you have to take that chance. So our boss, uh, Adam Klug, joins us as well. We'll have some fun today.
5: Denim Radio continuing until 10 o'clock this morning. Let's get a check of traffic with Kelly Danik. And we are off and running on the first game day of the spring for your San Diego Padres
0: progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law
1: you could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new hyundai santa fe visit hyundaiusa.com for more details hyundai there's joy in every journey
4: tune in is the audio platform with something
2: for everyone
5: Be remiss if I didn't offer a a little shout out to Eddie at the Craft Taco yesterday. Oh my God! Woods and I went and had our first lunch down there in Sorrento Valley. Fantastic spot, and the food was divine. I mean, it really was some of the best tacos I I have had. With the fresh uh, blue corn tortillas that they're making right there in house, they were the best blue corn tortillas I've had in my life, buddy. It was such a fun experience, too, because they did the
3: thing where, you know, they're, they're, they're a sponsor of the, the station and the show now, and um, they reached out to us and said, we love your show. We listen every day. We're huge Padres fans. So I passed it on to a sales rep, and, and they went and closed the deal, and he said, I'd love to have you guys by for lunch. And Benny I Benny and I went in yesterday, and we sat down. He goes, here's our menu. This is what I recommend, but just let me, let me bring you some stuff. And we said, okay. And you— the dude started rolling out and he brought a little guac out. And we, we oh, it was great, like fresh, delicious. Everything was super fresh and, and, and tasty. And then the tacos started coming. And he's like, Try this one now, have a bite of this one. It was, it was like a food orgy. Ben and I sitting there, we were kind of like Lady and the Tramp almost sharing tacos right next to each other. I'm the Tramp and you're the
5: lady. Fine. And we were crushing these things. Ah, now, let's see, uh my I love the Cochinita Pibil. It yep. was fantastic. Incredible. We had the Surf and Turf. Yep, Surf and Turf. It was really the, good. The California
3: burrito that they do, that's ungodly. Which if you like
5: if you like burritos, it was one of the better versions of a California burrito oh, I've had.
3: I told my missus this morning, I like a I, I like a fish taco from time to time. But sometimes you get it and you're like, "Ah, you know, it's kind of thick and breaded. It was the most fresh fish I've ever bitten into it was incredible um it's right over there in sorrento valley it's kind of in a in a in a, a business park place i'm telling you if, if you got to go five minutes out of your way for it it's ridiculously worth it i felt like <laughs> i felt like anthony bourdain in there yesterday yeah, with mean, you like, and just it's the craft tacos things. so they had a
5: couple of kicked oh. up there the the pokey uh, taco, and they had the uh, Korean bulgogi oh uh, beef god. marinated taco. Oh I mean, my god! And we tried them all. They so were fantastic! So
3: this is a thing that my dad used to do when I was young. My dad would come home from work, and my mom would say, Are you, "Do you want something for dinner?" And he'd go, "No, I had a big lunch." And I always saw it in my mind. That's a myth. No one has a big mm-hmm. enough lunch that you can't eat dinner. No one. That was it's six n- hours. It's ago. never you can eat again. You can eat again. We went in at twelve thirty. Yep. I had no dinner. I could. I was like, I'm absolutely stuffed and so satiated that everything else is going to be, you know, second tier compared to what we had yesterday. So if you get uh, get a chance to go over there and get some some lunch or dinner, they're open on the weekends too till eight nine o'clock. Check them out, Craft uh, Taco. They are unbelievable.
5: Um, coming up on the show today, uh, Sammy Levitt continues to do outstanding work out at spring training, and in the last twenty four hours or so, he dropped. Two interviews with, uh, well, now the right side of the San Diego Padres infield, Jake Cronenworth and new second baseman Xander Bogarts get some of their thoughts on the offseason, the position change for Xander, how it's going the first few days. So uh, we're going to bring you some of that audio starting with Jake coming up in our next segment. Also, um, you know, reading about just kind of the latest on A.J. Preller and where the roster stands. You keep hearing the hints like, hey, we're not – not done yet. Be very surprised if there wasn't a move. Where, w- when are the moves coming? What is the move going to be? And I think there was a bit of a hint dropped yesterday. I've got a theory now.
3: Love a to, uh, theory. theory
5: as to what the Padres' plan here is for the next three or four weeks before they start the actual season, and when an addition might actually happen at this point. So we can now, talk talk about that coming up.
3: Sometimes when you float a theory, I think sometimes it's um, it's wishful thinking. And then sometimes, like your Roki Sasaki theory, I love that theory. Craig, even Craig uh, has subscribed to that theory. I love the Roki Sasaki theory that they are going to make a, a full run for him uh, next offseason, the international bonus money and all that. And I think we're in, in a good position to, to land a guy like that. I love that theory. I'm 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 subscribing to that theory like it's my religion. Sometimes you float a theory and it I'm like oh it's a complete crap. This one <laughs> though I'm also bought in on it. And when you explained it
5: to me this morning, I, I said that makes a lot of sense to me. So we will uh, we'll discuss that coming up as the Padres get ready for their first game. Twelve ten today here at ninety seven three the fan <laughs> with Jesse and Tony. We know that uh, Jake uh, let's see uh, Joe's going to pitch one inning. Yeah, and That's then probably if uh, Jake goes, it's not probably not going to be probably Jay. not going to be him not going to the position player in the first game. They got a lot of bullpen guys they want to get in. That's one of the reasons Mike Schilt said yesterday that uh, Michael King is not pitching today. He threw a live BP session instead yesterday yesterday simply because they have so many bullpen guys they want to get some work as well that they decided to keep uh, Michael King on his regular schedule and just have him throw yesterday. But we'll see Joe out there today against the L.A. Dodgers, and you can hear it right here on 97.3 The Fan coming up at 1210. Uh, it's a throwback Thursday, so in our 7 o'clock segment, we'll play a little real or fake, try to qualify someone for the trip to Las Vegas, and you don't need to uh, even beat Woods in musical trivia today. We'll have our real or fake. It's actually Padres theme today in honor of the first Game of the spring. So that's coming up at 7:10. Don't do this at 7:20. At 7:35, our pal Bryce Miller from the Union Tribune went out to spring training where he sat down and got a little more information from the former manager of the San Diego Padres, Bob Melvin, now manager of the San Francisco Giants, on how his exit kind of played out, some new comments, some, I think, introspection from Bob that Bryce was able to elicit Uh, the old I wasn't uh, I wasn't completely blameless in this situation in hindsight uh, from Bob Melvin that I like yeah AJ Preller may be difficult to work with no one's necessarily disputing that but Bob was also I could have handled myself quite a bit better last season I may not have pushed uh, the right buttons for that team I may have waited too long to hit the Hit the proverbial panic button because I thought everything was going to be fine. So some interesting comments, and Bryce can share a little bit more on his conversation with Bob Melvin that he had uh, earlier this week out in Phoenix.
3: Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm excited to talk to Bryce. I love Bryce, and uh, Bryce does a great job. It was a great article yesterday, so we'll get into that certainly. Uh, yeah, man, I am just I just feel so good because baseball is back, and I know that it's a, a spring training game, but it's just to see the guys out on the field, and now – you know now you you make sure that everybody gets through it healthy and gets all their work in and i'm i'm really really excited to get out there next week too i 'm kind of chomping at the bit for that. This is the longest I think we 've ever waited to get out there so uh
5: we're kind of a wreck i'm a wreck in here i'm I'm very excited second half of the show tier one tour continues we'll take a look at the Chicago Cubs as we flip back to the national league getting to the central that means we 're working our way across the country and then Sammy will join us a little bit later after bob uh, or after Bryce. Rice oh Miller, God. Bob Melvin, oh Mike Schilt is oh the name God. of the new Padres manager. After he speaks today, so we'll get the update on what's going on this morning at Padres spring training. So that's at nine o'clock. Uh, until then, though, it is me. It is Woods. It is Adam Klug. We'll come back. I can forget the name of the Padres manager once or twice, right? He's, he's got. We got to get him under control, man. He's losing it already. We'll hear from uh, Jake Cronenworth though. His conversation with Sam Levitt. Uh, some of the audio from uh, a very introspective and open chat between the two yesterday coming up next with Ben woods on san diego's number one sports station 97.3 the fan it's here. after
3: investing billions to light up our network t-mobile is america's largest 5g network
1: plus right now you can switch keep your phone and we'll pay it off up to 800
5: see how you can save on every plan versus verizon and at&t at t-mobile.com slash across america
1: Oh, more.
5: You deserve this ice cold reward. Modelo, the marketer fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port Chicago, Illinois. There are any number of reasons you might consider selling your home. That's where an agent who is a Realtor comes in. To
3: navigate the process to sell your home in a way that's right for you. Because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors.
5: Uh, before we get to uh, Sammy's interview with Jake Cronenworth, let me just throw my, my new theory out. Love this theory. Man. Padres theories from Ben Higgins this morning on 97.3 The Fan. And this comes from uh, Kevin A c did a piece on the open jobs going into Cactus League play, the outfield spots, the pitching rotation spots that are going the to age. be up for grabs. And the talk that uh, we've heard a number of times, both from inside the Padres organization and from insiders that There are still likely moves coming. Trade talks are ongoing. Free agent discussions remain active between the Padres and some of the the myriad players who are still out there. And there's a lot of players who are still out there right now. I mean, it almost goes to – it stands to reason with the number of major league players (laughs) who remain free agents. Beyond just the Boris four, there's a good – 15 to 25 guys that remain yep. unsigned who are legitimate major leaguers. Maybe not impact me get, players, I'll, I'll give some give me, give me some of the list of the guys who are still unsigned free agents here, not just at the start of spring training, but the start of actual games and spring training that have not joined a team yet. You keep keep vamping. All right, and I'll, so, I'll pull it up. But with, the, with that number of players out there. Now, a lot of teams are still in the market for some free agents, but not every team is still shopping actively for players, so you got 29 other teams. These guys will all land somewhere before the start of the season. None of them wants to just be jobless for the year. At some point, they're going to have to go, I guess this is the best offer I'm going to get, and they're going to take a job, or they're going to sit out the season, which I don't see these guys. I mean, they're baseball players. It's better to make money playing baseball than it is to simply sit around and do nothing all year.
3: Build a new addition onto your home right. if so, you're Jordan so Montgomery. So they will
5: sign. There are only limited number of teams that are interested. The Padres almost, by default, will land someone yeah. that needs a job at some point. But uh, beyond that, A.J. Preller had a quote in the piece in the UT this morning. And he said, I don't, I don't think it's about getting to a number, like a roster number of guys that we need to sign. I think we have some guys in camp that we really like. We've heard this refrain many times. And that we're going to see how they play out and how they fit the team. And then we'll keep looking to see what else is out there to add to the team for sure. But it's not like, hey, we need one more bat. We're going to play nine. I think that's going to happen. It's going to be some opportunity for younger players and some guys getting some chances. So when I when I hear that, and it's not that different from what we've heard from A.J. Preller before, kind of started in my mind going, he wants to know what he's got before he makes his decision like you're playing texas hold'em at seven mile casino you look at your hand and then you know you try to build on your strength hey i've got an ace and a king maybe i'll draw some more good cards if you don't have a good hand you have to sign more cards if nothing pans out this spring if jackson merrill doesn't look like he's ready jacob marcy doesn't look like he's ready then he's gonna have to go out and sign outfielders but if you know, one or both of those guys go out and earn jobs. It doesn't make a lot of sense to go sign an outfielder right now who you're not going to need. Conversely, if the pitching staff looks like no, no one's stepping up or there's an injury or two, he may want to devote those resources in a couple of weeks to add to the pitching staff rather than the outfield. He's trying to target what his biggest need is, and he doesn't know what it is at this point. That's a good point. I mean,
3: I think that's a fair a fair assumption uh, right now. And, and, you know, again, like... I think the thing that, that makes a, uh, Padre fans a little bit nervous is uh, – because you just said it. And look, I mean, I, is that a complete fallacy to say, no, we're going to see how Marcy and Merrill do, and if they do well, they're on the team? Like, that's – that doesn't – I don't know that, that you can say, oh, yeah, that, this makes sense. Neither of those guys really – I mean, I, Merrill maybe, but certainly not Marcy – have been projected as knocking down the door – of uh, the big leagues right now. Merrill's played in double-A, you know, some games. Marcy has not, I don't think. So, he, he Fall League MVP, we know all that. But does that give you a, a great sense of calm? Like, oh, they they made the team, no, so they're I, on I mean, it.
5: I mean, there's still plenty to worry about, you know. Uh, you could lose guys that you're interested in if you don't act too, you know, That's quickly th- enough. One guy came off the uh, the
3: market last night in Hyunjin Ryu. He signed with a uh, team in the KBO for... Eight years and twelve billion won. It's good money. It's twelve billion won. It's the equivalent of
5: how much? I don't know. Okay. the exchange rate currently, but I did see the uh, the signing, which means that's one less pitcher that's available if AJ Preller needs pitching help. So, so there, but I think your point is if if Jackson Merrill makes the team, he needs to play. Correct. He needs to play. So it doesn't make a lot of sense to go out and sign a an eight million dollar outfielder right now if you're going to be giving those reps to jackson merrill in the outfield but if jackson merrill doesn't make the team you may want to invest more in your outfield than you were planning on doing so perhaps here on february 22nd uh and conversely the same thing with the pitching if uh you know if if Brito and vasquez you know both look great or Iriarte steps up and takes one of those rotation spots it doesn't make a lot of sense to go out and sign a pitcher who's not even going to make your starting rotation because you've already filled it you should devote and put that money toward the lineup toward the outfield maybe signing a designated hitter but if you need pitching you may have to go on the cheap on the outfield and put more money toward a pitcher at and, that point and i
3: guess at this point if you're
5: not in love with if you're not absolutely in love
3: with Michael A. Taylor or Adam Duvall or C.J. Crone or Tim and Anderson, and why would you be, or, or Michael Lorenzen or Mike Clevenger, uh, guys of that, that ilk, if you're not absolutely in love with them, and think, no, man, like, and Brandon, there's some, though, that just make too much sense. Like, Brandon Belt makes way too much sense. He He actually had a pretty good year last year. Um, I don't think he's going to cost a ton of money. You'd hate to get to that point and be like, man, we still need a DH, and Brandon Belt's gone. Somebody like that. Eddie Rosario's another one. We, we've talked about these ad nauseum. J.D. Martinez, still unsigned as well. Um,
5: obviously- but are any one of those guys... Can you say for sure, I want that guy over the other two? Or if. Honestly, if, dude. If one of them's available in three weeks and still unsigned, you're okay with any one of those three you're, being I, added to the team and I'm, being a DH. I know he's right handed, but
3: he is a pure hitter. And it's JD Martinez. He is a pure hitter and a DH. You don't ever have to worry about. Now, the problem is what if you need to get Manny off his feet? Or what if you need to get. Uh, Xander off his feet, whatever. So J.D. Martiz, Martinez is going to sit. I'm sure he could play some first base in a pinch if he had to. Um, but yeah, you, you figure it out. He's a pure hitter. He's a good hitter. I know he's right handed. I don't think he's going to cost a ton of money. You know, I, I'm reading anywhere between seven and eight, nine, ten million bucks. It's a one year deal. It's a stopgap. But if you did that today, who does? It's not taking t- playing you, time away from anybody.
5: It, but if you did that today. And then you found out, oh, we need another starting pitcher. You may not be able to afford it, and you know, follow through on your plan to get under the luxury tax what and if, everything else.
3: What if? What if you need? What if you ended up needing both? Well, that's <laughs> that's the
5: that's the worrisome scenario. There's the rub, and and I think AJ is hoping that at least a few guys step up in spring training, where he doesn't feel like everything is still a hole in a couple of weeks that needs to be filled. He's yeah. he's really counting on some of those spots being filled internally. And then he's going to go out and use whatever remaining money he has <laughs> or trade to fill those other spots that he felt like,, I don't think anyone really stepped up this spring. I need to go outside the organization and find someone else yeah so that's and, my... and,
3: and again, like i said if you're not in if you're not madly in love with a, a guy that's out there right now so i I, I feel like I feel like the waiting game is fine. It's not exactly what we want. It's not exactly what you know the fans want. We're a little bit more uh, on edge about it. Um, Brandon did say in the chat, too, he, I was watching the exact same special he was watching last night on MLB, MLB Network. Dan sack those guys, talking about the Padres. Everyone on that panel was basically like, I think they're going to be fine. I think they're going to be better this year. Uh, I think the expectations are off. They're all kind of buying into that that as well. So we'll see, man. I, I know that's exactly what A.J. Preller wants to hear.
5: All right, we got a couple of clips from uh, Jake Cronenworth's conversation with Sam Levitt. We'll get to those right after a check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fam. Said before, I'll stand by it. There's no more pivotal player to the San Diego Padres this year than Jake Cronenworth. They need him to bounce back, not simply for his uh, his general production, but the fact that he is the left-handed option right now and the Padres are very vulnerable if Jake doesn't have a a decent offensive season they're they're right-handed and they're less deep than you know they really need to be in the lineup so yep. Jake is a key player uh, Sammy knows this so he he went and found Jake who's always generous with his time uh, with us and with the station they were standing right outside the Padres clubhouse there by the uh, the pitching mounds the batting cages and a little bit of conversation with Jake Cronenworth and our own Sam Levitt
2: how do you like san diego just as a whole i mean it seems like you love it
6: yeah i love san diego i mean you know getting traded over in 20 and obviously didn't really know what to expect a little older older of a player and you know uh you know outside of the baseball part just the city what it has what it provides the food the culture um the fans at the stadium like I don't think there's a better place to play in baseball.
2: It would seem to me, I mean, it feels like we don't talk about it a lot because there's focus on the play on the field, there's focus on money, the contracts, all of it, but being in a place you really like and as pretty and wonderful as San Diego is, like day-to-day, that could make a really big difference.
6: Man, I think you know, it's a great way to put it. I, like I said, man, there's, I don't think there's a better place from the city of San Diego, the weather, the beach, the ocean, um you know the military's there you got all this stuff going on the stadiums right downtown the fans you know everything involved just makes it such an attractable place and and when you're there and you really get to enjoy it you know it's it's one of a kind
2: going off how you about how you feel about the city and the fans meaning to you personally if, if it's this year if it's at some point during this contract this group was able to bring that championship to that city.
6: Yeah, I mean, you can see I'm getting chills right now. Um, You know, obviously that's the main goal for all of us. And, you know, we're the only team in town. I know we got some other sports teams as well. But, you know, we're, you know, I feel like the city kind of, you know, ebbs and flows with us. And, you know, I don't think a lot of players realize that. But, you know, to kind of feel that from the fan base, like they're living it, yeah, as much as we are, and to hopefully bring that first championship to a city, especially a city like San Diego that's so close, um, man, that day's going to be special.
5: So what I learned in that two minutes is something I already knew. Is Jake gets it. Yep. He gets it. it. He didn't give any uh, revealing answers in terms of strategy or anything like that. But at the very least, Jake understands the relationship between the Padres the fans and the city of San Diego, and why it's important to be here. And quite frankly, Woods, not every ball player understands that. No, I mean,
3: city. we talked about one yesterday that I'm, I'm, you know, I don't, I don't want to rail on the guy, but my God, I saw yesterday the uh, the some accolades pouring in for Eric Cosmer. He he announced his new podcast. Uh, we played a little clip of it uh, yesterday, and then I'm seeing even this morning Bob Kendrick, who I. Absolutely adore. He's the, he runs the, uh, the Negro League Museum in Kansas City. We've had him on the air before. I mean, the accolades pouring in from Kansas City about Eric Cosmer and what he did for the community and the fans, and he brought them a ring, and, and two World Series uh, appearances been through the roof. Not a word. In, in, in San Diego, really. Not a word. The Padres didn't tweet anything out. You know, it just—most the most fans were like, all right, bro, you know, be, be gone at this point. Um, it, the legacy of these guys is important, and I think it's important to Jake Cronenworth. And I know, you know, it's funny. Like, I'm, I've, I've been trying to think of a delicate way to ask him the question of, you went from the literal hero of San Diego, the dragon slayer of San Diego— In you know, six months later, everyone's calling for you to be traded and
5: saying your contracts. Like, how does that feel? But I I don't want to point blank ask him that. Maybe I will. Well, uh, Sammy kind of gets into it a little bit. uh, You know, it doesn't matter how much you get it and how much you love San Diego. You got to produce. If you can't produce on the field. So they got into a little bit more of the, the baseball aspect of Jake's upcoming season as well
2: obviously last season you described it earlier this spring not exactly what you wanted and it was an interesting year for you you signed the new contract had the season you also moved over to first base when you look back on it now you've had some time to reflect I'm sure how do you sum up last year
6: yeah I mean obviously you know there's some disappointment in there um but also a learning experience you know this this game's not easy and you know, anytime you can learn, you know, obviously you don't want to learn through the hard parts, but, uh, you know, that's part of it. And, you know, like I said, going into the off season, you know, after coming off the wrist injury, but you know, that last month and a half, two months really turned it around and kind of started playing the way I could play and, uh, just learning and trying to grow as a player and, um, a leader on the team and, you know, coming to spring training with the mindset and a goal in mind.
2: First time we heard from you this spring, you used the word vulnerable, Mm -hmm. which I thought was a really interesting word. Can you dive into to that mindset you took into the off season of being quote-unquote vulnerable
6: yeah um you know it's you want to put yourself in a situation to learn um and sometimes you need to take your guard down and you know leave your ego at the door and, and go and you know just try to take in as much knowledge about yourself and about what other players do really well and try to apply it to yourself and and you know kind of that word be vulnerable in those situations right. and you know have the ability to learn and grow and get better It's my same philosophy for this year.
3: Remember my philosophy? Do you remember what I said when we came back? Be vulnerable. No. What did I want to be this year? Do you remember? You wanted to
5: be learning.
3: A vessel for learning. Learning. I don't know everything. I don't know anything. I want to learn as much as I can about myself, about this business, baseball. I mean, that's that's really a a really good mindset. Now, again, you still got to put bat to ball in, in the situations we need you to do it. You still need to pick the balls at first base. You still need to... You know, swipe bags and and drive in runs and all the things that they pay you to do. But
5: you're, you know, he's off on the right right foot at least. I mean, the argument you make, if you want to be an optimist, is Jake Cronenworth actually was playing good baseball at the end of his season, which was what kind of mid August when he took the pitch off the wrist and that was it for him. But the previous like month <coughs> month and a half or so, he was putting up more than adequate numbers that would have been terrific over the course of a season the question is did he figure something out was there something that you know he can tangibly take from last season into this year or is he going back to kind of square one and starting over and trying to figure it out again this year we'll start finding out maybe later today i don't know if he's in the lineup but we'll start finding out what Jake we're going to get here in 2024, and what he was able to carry over, and what he was able to leave behind is yeah. sometimes just as important That's as what you're it. able to carry over probably from the previous way, season.
3: Probably way more important is is leaving that stuff at the door, and everyone's got a clean slate now.
5: He'll also be working with a, a new other half of the right side of the infield this year. In Xander Bogart's coming up uh, later in our 8:35 segment, we'll hear from Sammy's interview with Xander yesterday and a couple of clips uh, just doing incredible content every single day for us out there at Padres Spring Training. got to be following on all the social channels and at 97.3 The Fan SD on our X account, our Instagram, YouTube. It's all there uh, for your perusal. All right, we'll come back. Uh, Padres did AJ, one of those AJ moves yesterday. Plus, we'll play a little real or fake. Chance to qualify for Las Vegas coming up next here on
0: Ben & Woods on the Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance.